Yo, 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 what's going on, good people? Today is Monday, November 28, 2022. Time is 11.36 a.m. Eastern Time. You're on with another episode of The Bridge, episode number 141 of The Bridge. Get down with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush King. Kush is all the same. Here, bring my humble opinion about things that's going on in our everyday lives, mainly sports, music, politics, current events on the local, national, and global levels, just life in general, things that we're dealing with, things that's going on in our everyday lives. Uh, some topics I want to get into, Some, um, of course, more news on um, war in Ukraine uh, situation, more updates than that, um, the bombings and killings that's happened over in Jerusalem, um, <clears throat> more mass shootings, uh, seven people killed and shot in, a, in uh, Virginia and Walmart, locally here in Philadelphia, uh, students were shot at the Overbrook High School last week, uh, the Amazon strike that took place right around um, Black Friday for last week's holiday. Uh, more updates on this uh, Shanquilla Robinson case. Uh, entertainment news, Todd and Todd Chrisley and his wife getting sentenced to prison. Uh, Jerry Jones faces backlash for the uh, photo back in 1957. Uh, the Grio Award winner, Sinbad, uh, updates on his health and his situation is going on with him. And Dr. Fiachi giving his final uh, medical report because he is set to retire. And as always, we're going to start. Of course, we've got a lot of uh, college, NFL, and NBA sports to get into as the college football season is uh, just wrapping up and conference games will be set to be going this week. Um, uh, before I get into some COVID, uh, COVID-19 updates, uh, I'm looking at CNN right now. They're saying breaking news, the Buffalo shooting suspect pleads guilty to murder and faces terror charges, hate crimes. So hopefully that will bring some peace and some, um, not necessarily, some peace of mind to the victims' families who suffered that uh, that mass shooting that happened in Buffalo over the past, over the summer. So the Buffalo shooting suspect pleads guilty to murder and faces hate and terror charges with those charges that he's um, going to be facing for murder, which more than likely would mean he would either spend the rest of his life in prison with multiple life sentences or he may about even get the death penalty. But as always, we're going to start off this, we're going to um, continue to show, start off with the past two and a half years of getting to some COVID and vaccine updates. As of right now, 98.3 million cases of COVID here in the United States. One million, one million plus people have died as a result of COVID. 68% of the country has been fully vaccinated. Once again, I'll read those numbers again. 98.3 million cases of COVID. One million plus people have died as a result of COVID. 68, 68% of the country has been fully vaccinated. Uh, COVID restrictions are being blamed for a major residential fire in China last week. Uh, I believe 10 people were killed and nine people were injured. A record number of deaths from COVID in China in the last six months has skyrocketed. Uh, a lot of people here in the United States, a lot of doctors and uh, medical experts were saying that, of course, over the holidays, Thanksgiving this, this past week, hopefully everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. But Thanksgiving, you get together with family, you get together with friends. More and more cases are liable to rise and spread. Uh, Dr. Fauci gave his um, Dr. Fauci. I'm hoping I'm saying his name right. Gave his final medical report because he is set to uh, set to retire. If I'm not mistaken, if, if he hasn't already retired, probably retire sometime in December. And he was basically saying that he just still can't believe that here we are three years later because the first case of COVID was, I believe, in December of 2019, and here we are going on three years later. And the numbers are still spiking. They're going up and down. Cases going up and down. Number of deaths are going up and down. Um, of course, me and my wife 
and my daughter, we all had it last year. And everybody, if you listen to me, you know my situation. Well, it, that did, it took a toll on me. And just came to find out uh, that my brother-in-law and my, my little cousin, they both have it now. So people, people, please, COVID is still out here. It is still out here. It has not went anywhere. And you might as well get used to it. It's like getting a flu shot. Go get vaccinated as soon as you are eligible. As soon as you're eligible, go get the booster shot. Some people still taking the chances, talking about they're not going to do it. I just don't see what the what's the what do you gain by not doing it? Just to see, just to show how tough you are, just to show I'm going to buck and rebel against the system. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But I just don't see if something can help you as opposed to hurting you. It's something you're not you're not ready for. You're not able to deal with, and you know that this thing is 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 deadly and can be fatal. Hey, you're not going to eliminate the risk, but you can reduce the risk. So, people, please, as soon as you are eligible, go get the vaccine. Go get vaccinated, people. Please go get the booster shot as soon as you are eligible. Um, war in Ukraine updates. Um, I saw here that the, um, as we all know, winter is starting to approach Russia and a lot of the areas overseas in that part of the world. Um, they still, a lot of places still don't have heat. A lot of people are still strength. A lot of people are homeless because of the bombing that take that the bombing and the airstrikes that's taking place. I saw where a newborn was killed in a maternity ward in Ukraine from the Russian airstrikes, and of course we all um, I spoke on last week. Russia is still being blamed for the two missiles that were fired in Poland, but um, that war has been raging on. Um, the people of Ukraine are bound and determined. They are not giving up. This war has been going on almost a year now. It started in February of um of this year. And uh, we're getting into the winter months. It's just a lot of people. I, my thoughts and prayers are definitely, definitely going out to the um to the victims over in Ukraine. Also to the innocent people over in Russia who have nothing to do with this, but because they are citizens of their country, they have no choice but to be dragged into this. So my thoughts and prayers are definitely going out to the people in Ukraine as well as Russia the innocent people that are part that that are no no choice but to be stuck in this. Um, two people were killed and others were injured in a bombing in Jerusalem. Um, I don't know if it's been ruled out as being a terrorist attack at this time. Don't know if any Americans were injured or hurt as a result of those bombings over in Jerusalem. Keep an eye, I'll definitely keep an eye keep an eye on that. Um, want to get into some news here nationally. Seven people were killed in a shooter. And a mass shooting here in Virginia at the um here in the Virginia Walmart in Virginia. Um, apparently the person was having trouble with his coworkers. Pretty much, I don't know if it was a bully situation or workplace harassment, but the guy just basically had enough. Came in on his view from the break room and just shot and killed seven people. Um, so like the situation in Virginia at the University of Virginia with the uh, football player. The guy basically was being put out. He was being bullied. He was being picked on, and he just he snapped. And it's just, I don't care if you're in the university. It's a tragedy that those people lost their lives. I get that. I get that, and much much respect and condolences to those people who lost their, to the ones who lost their lives. But if this could have been avoided by simply not bullying someone, not picking on someone, just basically just having respect and decency for your fellow teammate or your fellow coworker goes a long way because you never know what someone is dealing with on a day-to-day basis. And we all, hear me when I say this, we all have a breaking point. 
We all have a breaking point, and certain people get tired of it. Certain people might not know necessarily what to say or what to do in a situation, and they just snap, and it leads to people being shot and being killed. But if we can avoid all of that, just for having respect for one another, knowing who you can play with, who you can joke with, and who you can't. And there's such thing, there is such thing as joking with someone, and there is such thing as taking it too far. And you have com- you have enough common sense to know when you're taking something too far. You have enough common sense and brain power and brain function to know when someone is not being, they don't want to be played with, they don't want to be messed with, and you keep poking the bear, poking the bear, poking the bear, and then we'll be one of the main ones saying, I was just playing. Well, that person was tired of you playing. That person was not laughing. That person was not smiling. And to the point where every time that person thought about you, that rage kicked in, and that was the final result, a tragic result, because seven people lost their lives, and that person's life, if they didn't lose their life, that person's life has changed forever. So if it's a situation where you can avoid just don't bully people. Just stop it. Know who you can and can't joke with. Know when you're putting your ditch. Don't push the boundaries, especially when you're in a situation where you're at work or you're on a team. What happens? Because you never know what that next person is dealing with. You never know what's going to make them snap and do something that's going to be tragic for everyone involved. Um, I'm just saying it's a shame because they were just saying that there have been 600 I'll repeat that number, 600 mass shootings in America this year alone. 600 mass shootings. And a mass shooting is something where it includes up to at least three to four, three to four or more people at a time. So we're at 600, and sad to say, but we got one more. We have one more month left in this year. This year has flown by, but we do have one more month, the month of December, left to go for 2022. And it's just, we're already at 600, and who knows? Today is November 28th. By December 28th, who knows how much that, that number could be skyrocketed. But hopefully it doesn't happen. But it's just the times that we live in. So um, <clears throat> want to get into some local news here in Philadelphia. Um, this one definitely is close to me because I'm a member of this church, Enon Tabernacle Baptist Church, where the Reverend, Do- Reverend Dr. Alan Waller it's a pastor. He um, it was um, burglarized last week. There, you saw the video footage of a male adult. Um, I don't, it looked like a male adult came in and took the a safe that had the um, tithing envelopes and a bunch of envelopes that he stuffed into a bag and walked out. And see his own video footage, just walking around, walking outside, and leaving the premises. Um, the numbers they you, you've heard anyone say anywhere from five to ten thousand. Some people say it was twenty five thousand dollars that he's taken from that um the safe with the tithing envelopes from Nina. Um Pastor Waller was on local news basically saying that he doesn't he doesn't want this person to go to jail. He doesn't want this person to um he doesn't want this person to go to prison. He doesn't want to try to make their lives any worse than what there already is because for you to resort to something like that, to breaking into a church and stealing tithing envelopes, life has pretty much beat you down. Life has pretty much got the best of you, and you feel like that was your only recourse of action to try to get some quick, get a quick buck. 
And he said he wanted to try Pastor Waddle wants to try to help him. And I've been a member of Enon for since 2011. And Pastor Waller is a man of his word. And he says if he, if he says he wants to try to help you, he's not looking to try to press any charges, try to make your life any harder than what it is. To the person out there that did that, you can take that to the bank. Um, different security measures are definitely going to be taken. I saw in his sermon yesterday, he said that, will not be, that this will not happen again. But for the person that's out there, um, just, just I would do the right thing there. Because when, for you to do something like that, that's obviously showing that your life, you're hurting. You are hurting, you're going through it, and for you to, like, to resort to doing that to try to get a quick buck to, to put some money in your pocket, that's just not the way. And I'm pretty sure, like I said, Pastor Wallace, a man of his word, he would do all he can to try to help you as best as he can because you don't want your life to go down that way where you're having to, to, to burglarize the church and to take money out of the tithing of the Lord. That's just hopefully the person who did it will do the right thing and come forward and try to get some help. So that's just my humble opinion about that. Uh, thoughts and prayers definitely going out. Local news here in Philadelphia going back to mass shootings. Four students were shot right outside of the Overbrook High School, which is in West Philadelphia, uh, Philadelphia, PA. Um, don't know um, the quite severity of if the injuries or if anyone died from that. I'm not. I'm not. Don't know at this time. But um, it just goes to another another mass shooting, another school shooting. Um, as we all know, the um, I've got the section school that um, um, uh, not Rosemont. Uh, what's the name of that section? It was another high school shooting here in Philadelphia, where um, it's just too many. It's too many on the list. It's just too many, too many schools, too many cities, too many areas in this country where we're dealing with this. Where schools are supposed to be one of the safest places in the world. It's just too many. Another another school on the list of schools in mass shootings where the most vulnerable, your children, your kids, where they're supposed that's supposed to be a safe haven and a safe place for them to go. And thoughts and prayers definitely going out to those um to those kids that were shot. Um, thoughts and prayers going out to there was two people I saw in Charlotte, North Carolina that died in a um helicopter crash. Two of them worked for a new local news um station down there in Charlotte. They don't know exactly what happened to cause the crash or what caused the crash or whatnot, but my thoughts and prayers definitely go out to those families, to the to the to the ones that lost their lives, or anyone that may have been injured in that um helicopter crash last week in um Charlotte, North Carolina. Um thousands of Amazon workers in thirty different countries they planned a strike that happened on Black Friday. Um, a lot of people still were shopping. A lot of people still were spending money. Uh, the, the, the numbers were like billions and billions of dollars that people were still spending and still shopping. Of course, today is Cyber Monday, so people are still going to shop. People are still going to spend money. But if you have that amount of people going on strike in a planned protest in countries all around the world, uh, people are fed up. People are tired. People are they have been dealing with stuff and not getting their fair wages or fair benefits. And you're dealing with, and yeah, you're dealing with this in the middle of a global raging pandemic that has been going on for almost three years now. So, uh, yeah, 
People are tired, man. People are tired, and they're not dealing with it. They're not going to deal with it, deal with it anymore. Uh, as we all know, the freight uh, freight companies, freight railroads are still on a temporary. Um, they're looking to um, have another strike any moment now, which is going to cause up towards, up towards a billion dollars a day here in this country if um, the freight companies go on strike because that's a lot of cargo, bulk and loose cargo, a lot of goods that were not going to be transported by these trains and if you know and the host railroads like BNSF, Union Pacific, CSS, Norfolk Southern, they're the ones that own the territory. Amtrak may run on those tracks, but for the majority of the country, I want to say 75 to 80 percent of the country, all owned by freight. And if the freight decides to go on strike, that's shutting down everything on a rail. Passenger and um, product. So, see what happens with that. Um, a warrant was issued for the friend of Shanquilla Robinson to be extradited back to the country of Mexico. We all know uh, Shanquilla uh, was brutally murdered by her so-called friends because, yeah, they were not her friends; they were her enemies. Because if you need, who, if you have friends like that, who, who um, God forbid, the enemies that you have. They were thinking, they were saying that she died of a alcohol poisoning or alcohol overdose. But the autopsy shows she had a, um, a severe neck injury, severe neck injury, um, and her spine was severed. And it's a shame, man. That family is, deserves some answers. Hopefully, she will get some justice. Hopefully, they will be tried as uh, they will be definitely tried, and the book will be thrown at them. And people, please, this, this young lady was only 25 years old, 25, just barely starting to see life and enjoy herself. She was on vacation, on vacation, trying to enjoy herself, trying to live her best life as she possibly could, going down there with so-called friends, and for her to be brutally murdered and killed like that. It's just it's tragic, it's sad, and like I said, hopefully her family gets the justice that they need, and... They want that all those people will, will get the book thrown at them and get life sentences or be given a death penalty because there's nothing you have no legs to stand on. You have no legs to stand on but for you to brutally murder and kill that young lady like that. Anyway, let's just jump into some um get some um scores, some um, sports real quick. Uh got a lot of college scores, a lot of uh, NFL scores, a lot of NBA scores, as I said earlier in the show. Uh college football just wrapped up their regular season. Conference um, football games will begin this weekend. Last games of the regular season starting November 24th. Um, Mississippi State defeated Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl 24-22. Tulane defeated Cincinnati 27-24. Texas defeated Baylor 38-27. North Carolina State defeated North Carolina in two overtimes 30-27. UCLA defeated California 35-28. Florida State defeated Florida 45-28. 238. Georgia had no problem with Georgia Tech, remained the number one team in the country, defeating them 37-14. Michigan, in a in a very good game, that also defeated their arch rival Ohio State 45-23. That's two years in a row. Michigan has defeated Ohio State. Clemson, in a I'm sorry, South Carolina, in a very tight, close game, defeated Clemson 31-30. Kentucky defeated Louisville 26-13. Alabama defeated Auburn 49-27. Oregon State defeated Oregon 38-34. TCU defeated Iowa State 62-14. Penn State defeated Michigan State 
35 to 16. Uh, Utah defeated Colorado 63 to 21. Texas A&M defeated LSU 38 to 23. Central Florida defeated South Florida 46 to 39. USC defeated Notre Dame 38 to 27. Tennessee had no problem with Vanderbilt defeating them 56 to nothing. Kansas State defeated Kansas 47 to 27. Washington defeated Washington State 51 to 33. All conference championship games are set to begin this coming weekend, and the final four of the college football playoff will be released. Uh, that Monday, you got know that Sunday, yeah, the Sunday after the conference games this week. So um, definitely looking forward to that. Of course, of um, getting towards the end of the semester, kids will be wrapping up finals, taking final exams, and then college bowl week will begin. I believe the third week in December. So definitely looking forward to that. All right, let's get into some NFL scores from yesterday. Uh, Thanksgiving Day. Um, we're gonna start with my Dallas Cowboys. We they defeated the New York Giants twenty-eight to twenty. Buffalo Bills defeated the Detroit Lions twenty-eight to twenty-five. Minnesota Vikings defeated the New England Patriots thirty-three to twenty-six. In overtime, the Cleveland Browns defeated the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers twenty-three seventeen. Cincinnati Bengals defeated the Tennessee Titans twenty to sixteen. Miami Dolphins defeated the Houston Texans thirty to fifteen. New York Jets behind a super day for Mike White replaces Zach Wilson as a starting quarterback. I think he had like over 300 yards passing and three touchdowns. Defeated the Chicago Bears 31-10. Washington Commanders defeated the Atlanta Falcons 19-13. The Carolina Panthers defeated the Denver Broncos 23-10. Jacksonville Jaguars in a shocker yesterday defeated the Baltimore Ravens 28-27. The Los Angeles Chargers defeated the Arizona Cardinals 25-24. In overtime, thanks to a Josh Jacobs 86-yard run to end the game, they defeated the Seattle Seahawks 40-34. to The uh, Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Los Angeles Rams 26-10. San Francisco 49ers blanked the New Orleans Saints 13-0. In the nightcap, the Philadelphia Eagles defeated Green Bay Packers over a score of 40-33. The Eagles are the first team in the, in the first team this year to have 10 wins. In this season, they remain. They are 10 and 1 as it stands right now. And then tonight's game, Monday night game, Pittsburgh Steelers will take on the Indianapolis Colts in Indianapolis. Game set to start at 8:15. Other sports-related news, want to get into real quick. Um, the Michigan State players who got into the ball in the tunnel with the Michigan player and they got into a fight, pretty much assaulting him. They have been charged as with assault. Um, it's just one of those situations where hopefully next time, if you're the home team, you let the visiting team go out first, and then you come out. Because if you have both teams coming out of one tunnel and they're a bit of rivalry, words are going to get said, trash is going to be talked, people are going to say things, it's going to get overheated, it's going to go overboard, and you can have things like that happening again. So I think that's just the best way to do it. If you're the home team, you wait until the visiting team Rolls out the tunnel, and then you come out onto the field. Just basic common sense. Uh, Jerry Jones is facing a lot of backlash from a 1957 photo during a school integration uh, time back in Arkansas. Of course, he's from Little Rock, Arkansas. He's basically saying uh, he was about 14, 15 years old. He was standing there watching, and he was curious to see what was going on. But um, my thing is this. Um, that time frame, you had a lot of white men, a lot of white people who were not as um, kind and not as um, 
open and understanding and diverse as they are now. Um, that photo is pretty telling. We all know exactly what that photo stood for. And if you were standing around looking at them, saying things, doing things, nine times out of ten, you didn't agree with the integration of it. You didn't agree with black people going to school. And for me to say this is because I am a Dallas Cowboys fan. I have been since 1991. Uh, it's been my team since I was eight years old. And, of course, everybody knows Jerry Jones is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, my thing is this, is that hopefully I don't – I you have no other choice but to accept it because you were there standing in that picture. You knew exactly – what that what that time frame means? I mean, you could say you were curious, and you could say, of course, no one wants to be held of a standard of what they did back when they were fourteen or fifteen years old, because Lord knows everybody, if you're that age, you've done something or said something stupid. But that's just saying and doing something stupid and standing representing uh, not wanting to see black people integrated school is a whole totally different issue. And my thing is, is that Jerry, you're gonna have to accept. You're gonna have to eat. You're gonna have to accept this, because the only thing you can, hopefully, you're not that person now. But perception is a reality, and you are standing in that picture, and you know exactly what that picture meant. And it's just, it's, it's, it's ugly, and it's just not a, it's a, it's a bad time frame for this country, especially for people who look like me, because. My people called hell for simply want to go to simply want to go to school, simply want to just go in a diner or a restaurant to be able to sit down and have a cup of coffee, have a nice meal, and go or go to the movies or just do anything normal that we take that we take for granted today because what such wasn't the case six, 50, 60, 70 years ago. And so <clears throat> I'm hoping that he has learned from that and will. And hopefully that he is not that person anymore. But you standing in that picture, you're standing there. That's clearly that's you. The evil and hatred of that time, and what it meant to be um, white and black in that time frame, and what you—it's just I. A lot of my people call hell because of people. That was standing around saying you don't you don't belong here you shouldn't be here you don't deserve this you don't deserve that simply because they want to go to education they want to get an education to learn and make something of themselves and so hopefully he's doing something that he is not that person I'm hoping he's not but it is what it is I'm, I'm just gonna leave that alone. Other entertainment news. Ty Chrisley and his wife, uh, Chrisley knows best. Apparently, they didn't know best because Ty Chrisley gets 12 years in prison. His wife is getting seven years for uh, fraud and tax crimes. Basically, it comes to a point now when you have anybody who is uh, who is uh, famous, if they didn't get it the hard way, if they just came from out of nowhere, you don't know exactly what they're what what they're famous for, and they just have all these shows and. Nine times out of ten, you just gotta you gotta you gotta do a money trail on them because I'm seeing more and more situations of these people who are so-called famous and have reality shows and they just they're they're on television and they're they know this and they know that, but yet and still behind the scenes you just don't know where that money is coming from 
or they're not paying their taxes, or they're just or fraud, or just it. Just, just when you see people who have, have on television, you think they got it all together. You think they got all the answers, and they're living this glamorous life, and they have this success. Pay close attention. That's all I'm saying. Um, one of my favorite comedians, persons in the world, Sinbad. Uh, of course, he suffered a stroke two years ago, and his uh, his family just showed a, a photo of him still learning how to turn, trying to walk again. And Sinbad said he is going to keep fighting. He is going to keep um, doing his rehab and showing people that it's not going to let him get him down. And um, Sinbad is one of the one of the most good good people on this earth. I mean, he has a way of making you laugh and not trying to degrade anybody or make anybody feel offended. He's known for clean cut comedy, clean cut comedy. He barely curses any of his shows. I've been watching Sinbad comedy specials since I was a kid. I remember him on Different Worlds um, when he was on the Cosby Show. He had a couple of his own shows, but his, his comedy specials, that's where he shined the brightest, him being on that stage. And so knowing that he's, he, he's going to keep fighting, keep battling, and showing that he's not going to let um, cancer uh, or the stroke get him down, kudos to him. And I hope he keeps striving and keep fighting and keep battling, man, because you are needed and everyone respects you, and you are well-respected and well-liked, and you are definitely much needed, man. So you are definitely an inspiration. You have been making me laugh my entire life. I, like I said, I've been watching you on television and movies and in TV shows and comedy specials all my life, man. So I am praying for you. Hopefully God gives you the strength that you need to keep fighting and keep battling, man. Uh, congrats to all the winners of the um, Griot Awards. Uh, Byron Allen started that award show, just basically honoring us as a, as a people, showing that we are valuable, that who we are matters, that what we do matters, and uh, certain um, recipients, um, Queen Latifah, Tyler Perry, uh, Patti LaBelle for a Lifetime Achievement Award, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Ben Crump gave a very passionate speech about our children, about their future, about everything that's going on in this country, so... Um, Basically, just us celebrating us, because if we don't celebrate us, if we don't encourage us, if we don't motivate and inspire us, and most importantly, we don't tell each other that you're valuable, that you mean something, that you who you are is important, no one else will. So congratulations to all those award winners. And last but not least, I want to say rest in peace to Grammy and Oscar, Grammy and Oscar winner, songwriter, dancer, actress, singer, Miss Irene Cara. She passed away at the age of 63. Uh, she is most only, notably known for her appearances in Fame and the movie Sparkle. Um, they don't know exactly what it is that she passed from, but if you saw her movies, if you saw her singing, if you saw her acting, she was a light that could not be. She was definitely the light of the room. She had a presence, her voice, who she was. Um, like I said, if you saw those movies and you saw her, and you, you, you didn't forget her. What she heard, her songs, everything. Like I said, she won an Oscar and a Grammy. So that is something that cannot be overlooked. Uh, like I said, the family didn't say exactly what she died from, but she did pass away uh, a couple days ago at the age of 63. So I want to say rest in peace to Miss Irene Cara, um, and my condolences definitely go out to her family. And as always, people, we all come from different races. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, excuse me. Sorry about that. 
we all come from different races, backgrounds, cultures, places, and statuses, but we are more alike than we are different. When we can see each other as human, find the common ground and interest, begin to pick each other's brand and dig into the core of each other respectfully and peacefully, only then can we begin to heal each other and truly bridge the gap between all of us. It's another episode of The Bridge. Get down with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush, King Kush is all the same. I will be posting this to Anchor Podcast along with my Facebook and Twitter page. Stay safe, people. Go get vaccinated. Do what you need to do. Be vigilant. Watch each other out here. And I will talk with you guys next week. Until then, have a good one. Stay safe. Peace.